Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. This is episode 51. I'm Hayden. This is Mitch. Mitch, what's going on, dude? Not much. Not a whole lot. It's been a while. It has, I know. Your longest streak that we didn't get a cast yeah it has been a little bit but we have some plans to to make up for some lost time so that's what we're going to do for sure but um yeah it has been a while so let's let's not screw up this intro here i'm putting a lot of pressure on myself but if you have been listening or following along on the website you know first of all thanks for doing that please keep doing that if you like our stuff share subscribe, tell a friend, you know, contact us, reach out, whatever you want to do. Uh, we would love to hear from you, but, um, we do have, uh, 50 other episodes of the podcast that streams on Spotify, Podbean, Google podcasts. So please go check it out. We also have a daily blog that we post some fitness training stuff, life stuff almost every day, actually pretty much every day. So go check that out. Hillpursuit.com. If you want to find us on social at Hill Pursuit, and then of course, if you want to send us an email, hillpursuit at gmail.com, do all that stuff. We would love to hear from you, grow our community and continue to offer some stuff, some cool resources, some cool discussions to anyone who wants to listen, I guess. Right. How'd I do Did I do all right. It has been a while. <laughs> Crushed it. Of course. Well, um, you know, I think, our first, uh, our first episode of 2022 was um, about a week into the new year, I think, a week into January. And here we are at the end of January, beginning of February. And, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot's been going on. I think, you know, we were talking about, you know, make today day one and, you know, not falling for fads and, and crazy diets and crazy workouts routines that are just kind of marketed to people to get them into the gym for the new year's resolute, you know, that kind of thing. Um, what have you seen or heard or just spoken to people about what's going on in terms of, uh, like new year's exercise and resolutions and diets and stuff. What, what's happening in your circle? Yeah, man. So I think I talked about this before. I think, uh, my circle a lot of people are like-minded like myself you know there's there's not really the new year's resolutions it's kind of people that you know they're pretty much you know they're training you know pretty much on a frequent basis the people that i know that train you know um pretty much train on a frequent basis you know they, they check in pretty frequent with themselves or you know they're changing something here and there not really the new year really isn't changing much and honestly man i haven't really heard of anything in terms of you know, I don't, I don't go to a gym. So I think that could be a, a big influence too. Like I don't train at a gym All my training is done at home. Yeah. Um, so I think that could also be an impact. I don't see like the mainstream people that are, you know, the influx, I'm sure there was in gyms. Um, you know, so honestly, man, I, I don't have, really have good experience right now with it. Um, I wish I did have more to fill in, but I really don't. Yeah. I, um, I don't have much either, honestly, but I am, you know, I have a gym membership. Um, 
mm. you know, because I, I need somewhere to swim. So I do have a Y membership and I keep that and hold that. So, um, and I lift there sometimes. So I can definitely say the times that I do go up to the weight room, there's definitely more bodies floating around. Some people that like, <coughs> excuse me, people that I'm like not as familiar with seeing, you know, um, but I've been in other places where it's like exploded before. I, I, I still feel like, um, you know, the whole pandemic and the, the, you know, call it what you want, but the fear of COVID is still keeping people from, you know, even going out, even at new year's resolution time, which is crazy because usually it's just such a, you know, it's such an influx of bodies and diets and all this crazy stuff. But yeah, I haven't seen, a whole lot, but I've definitely seen some new faces, but nothing, nothing like over the top at all. But in terms of, um, diets, this is a cool little segue. Actually, I want to hear about your training too, but in terms of diets, I haven't really seen a whole lot or heard a whole lot. Um, I'm trying to think, I have a couple people in my family who every now and then, you know, every time the new year comes around, they're always on to something new for, you know, a couple weeks, they say it's going to be long-term. It stops by the end of January or mid February, you know, and then it goes back to, well, what's the point? Cause the second that spring break comes around, everybody gives everything up and believe it or not, spring breaks a month away. How crazy is that? So, um, you know, I'm not seeing a whole lot, uh, of anything different than like the typical, um, new year's stuff. And I say, the diet thing is a cool segue just cause I'm starting to, um, do, I'm actually not doing the research. I'm participating in a research study that I want to talk about. It has a dietary intervention as, as a part of it, but, um, yeah, we haven't kind of discussed what we've been doing lately. So how's your training been going? Good man. So I, uh, I'm doing a five, three, one again. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm, uh, so it's called Forever 531, if anyone's interested ever. I mean, there's a book, Forever 531, and there's a certain program, it's like Forever 531. You can get a free, like, PDF on, like, T-Nation or whatever. Um, it's just the first one is Forever, if you Google Forever 531 or 531 Forever 1.1, 1. 1, um, I think the first, in the first cycle, I'm on the last week of the first cycle, what was it, four or five weeks? I can't remember now, but anyway, something like that. So I'm literally wrapping up that last, uh, last week and I feel good. Um, I had tweaked my back a little bit, um, since we've talked, not bad. Um, so I had to kind of, had to kind of do a little maintenance on it, get that fixed up. Um, it was nothing bad. Uh, it just kind of, I think I did it the thing squatting and then it kind of just kept irritating itself and had to work out of it. So I'm feeling super good. Um, one thing I'm, I am trying, so I'll be starting 1.2 here probably tomorrow. So my, uh, I'll be going for a lot. I'll be prepping out my training maxes. That's kind of like the takeaway of the next cycle. So honestly, man, I've been trying to eat a lot more because um, I was not definitely not eating enough probably last month. Um, to supplement the training and yep. um, and one thing I struggle with is eating frequency like I don't always have time to eat frequently um so my meals have just I'm trying to just eat bigger meals 
and calorie dense meals. Um, like my breakfast the other day, it was, uh, like I said, this is, I'm not a nutritionist. It's just like works for me. You know, um, I just had like four, four farm fresh eggs. Um, we got from a farmer back home, just like threw some cheese in it, um, spinach. And then I had some oats and then I threw uh, bananas. And I actually threw just like chocolate chips in there. It's just like easy calories. You know, it doesn't, doesn't always need to be pretty. Um, and then like, and just had some black coffee and, you know, like that whole meal, the most of it was quote unquote good, you know, it, but then like, someone would say, oh, like chocolate chips, like that's, that's why you put in chocolate chips in there. It's like, you know, I'm eating, I need calories. You know, I might not eat for another six hours. You know, that's just how my day goes. And, um, you know, it, most of my food is good. So that's my goal right now is eating to supplement the, the training that I'm doing. And, um, do I feel good? I, uh, I, my volume, like I feel like I can do a lot of volume. I haven't worked up in heavier weights yet. So I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. So like my work capacity feels through the roof. So I'll be excited to see how, uh, once I start loading up the barbell and going for like that one to three rep range to see how my body kind of takes to it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty sweet. That all sounds good. Um, I can relate to that too, in terms of eating frequency. I think it's a challenge. I mean, I think there's, you know, we all have like a perfect scenario where we start the day at whatever, five, 6 a.m. and you're getting in your, everything you want to get in before your session, after your session, a couple hours late, you know, we all have the perfect plan, but it literally never works. And the past couple of weeks have been the first the first couple of weeks of the new semester for me. And I remember in the first week, which is two weeks ago now, <clears throat> um, just like missing lunch a couple of days because it's a new schedule. I'm working around classes. I have meetings with people. I'm doing stuff for other classes. And I just literally just forgot to eat a couple of times in the first week. And it's just like, it's so crazy to think about because you're, you're, you can be as regimented as you want and have the best intentions, but still, you know, miss it from time to time. And I think, I think you're right. You know, I, I mean, that's a really cool perspective get calories when you can eat, when you know, you know, eat a calorie dense meal when you know you have the time to do it. And um, yeah, I wanted to speak to that briefly, but I guess in terms of my training, my training, <clears throat> um, nothing too wild. This is, heading into my second full week of what I would call like, uh, an in season, I guess. Um, I have different blocks within my season. This is a little bit of a, a base building, a new base building from my off season, I guess. But, um, I would say that I'm in season now. Uh, I'm, I'm working with my coach. I'm, I'm training with, um, specific, you know, specific performance goals in mind, specific zones on the bike and for heart rate running and, you know, lifting it when I can't, you know, like everything's intentional now, as opposed to three, four weeks ago when I was <clears throat> just kind of moving as best as I could. So that's really exciting. Um, in terms of specific training, I had to take a little bit of a step back because last week I started the pre-testing protocol for this study that I'm participating in. And I don't want to, yeah, yeah. I don't need to spend like the whole, like forever talking about it, but it is really cool. Um, 
I'm a participant in a research study that's looking at <clears throat> the effects of a high carb dietary intervention and a high fat dietary intervention um, on some performance and blood markers. So the performance markers being um, a, what is it? A one mile time trial, uh, VO2 max, um, and six 800s with three minutes rest in between. And the blood markers, you know, ketones, um, some other, you know, triglycerides and some other um, glucose related, blood sugar related um, blood values, I guess. I actually don't know exactly what the blood markers are yet because I haven't, haven't gotten that far in the pre-testing <clears throat> because <laughs> another side story, I ended up getting COVID a couple of days ago. So I had to halt the pre-testing, but um, anyways, so my training, my training was kind of like catered around performing as best as I could for those pre-tests. So it was really cool. It was a lot of fun to kind of do a VO2 max. Like I haven't done all of those tests in quite a while. It was pretty fun. Um, and I was supposed to do the six, eight hundreds on Friday and just ended up getting, getting pretty sick fever, <clears throat> achy, you know, a little, a little bit of everything, pretty much standard, uh, symptoms, I guess, and ended up having COVID and, um, I moved really light yesterday. I got on the bike. I jogged a little bit, less than an hour total though, like nothing wild. And then, um, today I actually got in a great treadmill session just for a half hour. I didn't want to, I didn't want to overdo the volume, but because it was short, I did it. I did bump the intensity a little bit to kind of test my breathing and see how, how good I'm doing. And I'm feeling pretty darn good. So I know I keep coughing from time to time and my voice sounds a little weird, but all things considered, I feel really good and I'm excited to, you know, get back to a normal routine, but, um, the dietary intervention I think is really neat. Um, <clears throat> it's a 30 day intervention for both of the protocols. So as soon as I finish the pretest, it's going to be 30 days of high carb diet with two weeks in between of nothing or whatever I want. And then 30 days of <clears throat> a high fat diet. And by definition, the high carb and high fat, they're the same in terms of ratio. So the ratio for high carb is 60% carb, 20-20 <clears throat> fat protein. And for high fat, it's 60% fat, 20-20 protein carb. So you're really not, it's not a caloric deficit or a caloric surplus or anything. It's yeah. just, a, it's just a ratio of your macros. Yeah. So, um, you know, in, in the very near future, I'll be counting everything and which is, which is also new to me. I'm looking forward to that, which will be fun, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how I perform on these different diets and, um, you know, learning more about the food that I eat and I've already played around a little bit. And honestly, I probably, eat in a normal day, way too much protein. I'm not going to lie. Probably way too much protein. You probably do too. Like I know we eat pretty similar, like on a, on a normal regular day. Yeah. I have to drop my protein intake to like, I think I have to drop it to, you know, you know, like ballpark, it'll be like 120 grams. How much do you weigh? You know, 190, 195. So 
Honestly, I'm probably up around 190 is what I would eat, though. 190 grams. That's a lot to someone who doesn't understand, you know, uh, you know, if you're training super hard and eating, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. A gram gram per pound is pretty normal. So, but I would, you know, according to (laughs) the stipulations of the intervention, that's a lot, but anyways, so that's what I'm doing. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to, how do they, uh, do they recommend like what you get it from or is it pretty open-ended? They're just, Pretty open-ended. It's pretty open-ended. I did have a meeting with a dietitian about um, some common tips, common um, common mistakes that people might make if they're not counting everything, or if they're trying if they're trying to get too much uh, protein from this type of source of protein, then what could happen to the to the ratio? You know, very small tips and tricks, and I, I feel like I'm pretty. I'm pretty much set on fairly normal foods that I eat, um, just modifying how uh, a little bit. So my breakfast is going to have to change actually, but it's not an uncommon food for me to eat. It's just uncommon for me to omit eating, you know, eggs or bacon or something like that. So my breakfast is basically going to be like oatmeal and a banana or something like that instead of the protein from eggs, sausage, bacon, or, you know, or it might, it might be like a waffle, you know? So just like something, it's not an uncommon food for me. It's just uncommon that I'm not all, you know, eating the protein with it as well. So absolutely, we'll see how, how it goes. I'm excited. Um, but, um, yeah, that's not going to start until I'm, I'm ready and back. And I guess there's a little bit on that, like, um, you know, people who get COVID all, all like respond to it differently and have different types of symptoms and levels of symptoms and stuff. And it's like, um, <laughs> I've already had a couple people ask me like, dude, why are, why don't you just chill a little bit, take a day off and relax, not exercise, do this, whatever, dude, I'm relaxing. Like I'm not, for a day, I wasn't even able to like be around my family because I didn't know who else was positive. We thought everybody else was negative. Like I literally sat in my room with a fever, you know? Yes. I already trained that day because I didn't have symptoms. I had no clue I had COVID and I may not have even had it at the time, you know, who knows, but yeah, I trained, I didn't stop training. I trained yesterday because exercise makes you feel better. You know, <laughs> like if, if you have a broken leg or a broken arm, maybe you're not gonna, maybe you're not gonna like back squat or bench press. Right. But if you're not, you know, if you're not restricted to a bed, then yeah, exercise is going to make, it's going to make you feel a lot better for like, like in every scenario, there's not one that it's not going to make you feel. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy that I've had even just a couple birds in my ear to, you know, telling me to chill or, what are you doing? And dude, take a, take a day or, you know, it's fine. And I know that people probably just have, you know, best interest in mind related to COVID, but I'm young, I'm healthy. I'm super, super low risk. My symptoms have been ridiculously mild. Like I'm not like technically 
according to the CDC, I can't go into work, right? So I'm not going to go into work. I'm going to teach from home, which I did. I'm going to teach from home. I'm going to teach from home two days this upcoming week. And hopefully if I'm better, I'm able to go back on Wednesday, but I'm following all the rules I need to follow. I feel good. I'm going to train because I feel good and I like to train and it makes me feel better. Right. So, yeah. Do what you can. That's anything. You know, I've had my share of injuries um, through sport, and uh, I'll never forget, man. I, I, uh, I had to get my labrum repaired in my shoulder. Dude, it didn't stop me from doing like lower body that didn't require me to be under a barbell or holding weight. You know, I probably became like the leg press like guru for a while, but like that's what I could do. You know, it's uh, you know, it's not the it wasn't the best thing, but I didn't I didn't stop training, and then. Um, my jacked, I had an ACL tear and, you know, I trained upper body, you know, I'm not saying I went to the gym the first day out of surgery, but pretty darn quick. I started rehab like right after that, like to get back in the game and, and it's just like being sick, man. If you feel like you can do something, I'm not saying you don't take a day, but, um, if you can get in there, do it, you know, but don't be the guy too, that, you know, you get in and you, you try to train and it's, you know, you're, you, you just put yourself in a bigger hole. That's just knowing your body too. You know, you know yourself and um, that's experience too. And if actually, I totally agree. If you can get in there, makes you feel better. You know, I think, I think it can expedite the healing too. Um, I, I think so. It flushes you out, but that's no, that's definitely not scientific. That's just like a personal <laughs> feeling. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of, <laughs> A lot of people just don't think, don't think like us, I guess. And, and it's, you know, you're also right when you say you don't want to put yourself in a bigger hole than you're already in. That's, that's very, very true. So, you know, um, if you're, if you have the flu, which I've had the flu before where I've been out for like two days, three days, like on a couch, not able to do a thing, you know, and I would, I would never try to move if I'm like short of breath from standing up off the couch, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go on the treadmill and work out, but Mm -hmm. people hear COVID and they think, Oh man, it's the worst thing in the world. You know what? For some people, unfortunately it is, it's really, really bad. Um, But for me, I'm very lucky. It's not, it's, it's hardly anything at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have a little bit of a, a, a cough congestion and I'm no longer feverish. So I feel good enough to train and move and doing that makes me feel better. So, um, for me, that's, that's what works. And for some people, what works is laying in a bed because their symptoms are much more severe. And that is, that's horrible. And I, you know, that's, that's a very bad situation. I would never want, you know, I'm fortunate enough to know very, very few people who have had symptoms that bad. I do know a couple, unfortunately, but, um, like I said, I'm very lucky. My kids are very lucky. You know, we, we all have it and my kids are doing great also. And of course they're very, very young and, um, super, super low risk. So, um, everything's going well, so life doesn't stop and, uh, I'm not putting, not putting, uh, uh, one of the most fun parts of my life, um, completely on hold if I don't need to. So. Absolutely. I think that's anything, man. You know, if you can do something, let her rip, let her rip. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. So, um, anyways, when I am finally able to, you know, I guess by definition of my days off, then I'll go back in, do the 800s, and then the diet starts. So I'm anticipating that diet starting like uh, Thursday ish, Thursday, Friday this coming week, depending on when I can do the 800s. And um, it's pretty cool. I have this little um, glucose, uh, like a, a reader on the back of my arm. Okay. And I just scan it with my smartphone and I have to scan it every eight hours. And it, uh, it just gives me my blood glucose in real time, um, which is pretty neat. So I have to wear that the whole time. So um, it's also something that, you know, if you're not participating in a study like this, or if you're not, you know, let's say diabetic, then you don't really know that about yourself. You don't know how your blood glucose moves throughout the day based on what you're eating. So it's going to be really cool to see that too. Yeah. I always, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't have that much, um, experience and research but you hear nutrition and i feel like that's like a whole other level that puts a lot of faith in the participant you know for you to yeah. really adhere to it and um so that'd be cool to see how how many do you know how many participants they have 10 10 all right that'd be pretty cool that's uh, yeah the uh the criteria was the criteria was actually pretty simple you had to be between i think it was like 30 and 50 and you had to be running 20 to 25 miles per week and you have to be able to run under a seven minute mile. Okay. So, um, recently I had a, um, I had a 5k time trial that I did on my own and I ran it in like 22 minutes or something. And my last mile was like six thirty-five. Yeah. Pretty good. That was like within a 5k in the last mile. So, I knew that I could obviously run under a seven minute mile. Yeah. What's weird about the study is when you do the time trial, you're blinded of the distance that you're traveling. So, you know, the pace that you're not the pace, you know, the speed of the treadmill that you're starting at and you just add or decrease the speed based on how you feel, but you don't see the time that's passed. Okay. So, it's really hard to run fast when you're doing that because, you know, if you're running on a track, you, you can even, see, you can see the track and you can know, okay, yeah. I have two and a half laps left. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're on the treadmill, you can't, it was really strange. It was hard to run. It was hard to run hard. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that is weird. Um, so I probably had a little bit more in me, but I think that's, it's the same for everybody, obviously. So um, I don't, they, and they also didn't tell me my time, but I'm guessing it felt like I was around like 645 and I know I have, um, in a, in my best mile, if I know my pace or I can see where I'm going, I know I have 630 or better. So, I, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because the whole point of it is that it's blinded and it's blinded for everybody. So it is what it is, but, um, that was just a unique experience that, you know, that was something I hadn't done before, but, um, I don't know. Not much else about that. I don't have much else. Um, I had some really, really good swim sessions too. I don't know. Um, but yeah, now I'm just like weathering the storm and making sure that I have all my ducks in a row for school these next, these first two days of this week, because I can't go in and I have to lecture from home or record stuff and have people cover for me and all kinds of weird things. So 
Um, got to figure all that out, but yeah, I'm trying to get uh, trying to get back on the mat. Um, I had to put jujitsu in the back burner for for a little bit. I had some goals that um, I wanted to accomplish, and I couldn't risk getting hurt for. Um, and luckily, they came, they happened. So I'm there now, and just uh, hopefully within the next like week or two, um, I can kind of post back in and get back in the role and, and um, I'm looking forward to that. So nice. Yeah. So yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. Well, um, if you don't have anything else, let's wrap this one up. Um, This was episode 51, uh, right? 51. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Just as another reminder, we have 50 other episodes. Go listen to them. Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Uh, check us out, hillpursuit.com, daily blog, and all links to other podcast episodes. And you can also find us on social at Hill Pursuit. We would just love to hear from you guys. So find us, follow us, like us, subscribe, do all that stuff. And thanks for listening. We will see you next